listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. 100.7 KSLX. What a weird weekend. You know, my wife and I went for several walks here and there, and people are, people want to socialize. They just, you know, it's just trickier to do now. What's interesting is a, a friend of mine hit me up on uh, on Facebook, and she asked about a certain musical artist, and she's like, yeah, how, where can I get their records? I'm like, well, they probably have an online store. You can do that. And she's like, well, what if I what if I reached out to Zia? Could I go to Zia? I'm like, no, they're all closed and yeah. stuff like that. She goes, you know what? They have curbside service. Like, curbside service at the record store is happening. Yeah, everybody's so, adapting. So people are yeah. working. People are working. They're still working. You should get out and support all the takeout, you know, uh, uh, restaurants, and and if you can do something curbside pickup or something like that, you're, you're keeping people working, so go out and do yeah. that. Yeah, we did a little more takeout take out this weekend we walked around like saturday night we were walking around about seven o'clock or maybe i'll say six thirty. it was still light outside right and at a certain point we got into several situations where we're standing in somebody's driveway and there's like six or eight people around because everybody's out walking yes because they got nothing to do yeah you can't go anywhere and you know you stand in somebody's driveway you're all six or eight feet apart right and so we said you know let's try and get a happy hour going next weekend it'll be neighborhood happy hour. yeah but yeah. it'll be we'll all be apart from each other this could be the return of the block party, the actual block party. Like we talk about the block party weekend because we play it, we do that all the time. Right. When's the last time you actually had a block party? It's been a while. Yeah. Um, but we, we've done it before, but it's, you know, this will be, we'll all be a block apart. So it yeah, will really be, be a, block a block party. party. Certainly yeah. will. Yeah. You know, my, my social media got lit up. I don't know about you, but like if you go to Facebook or you go to any of your stuff, I'm getting lit up with all of these videos and songs and things that have been sent back and forth. And most of them I delete without. With, you know, without even listening, because that's yeah. how viruses are spread, no pun intended. But did you like one of them? <clears throat> well, this one came from somebody who I trust, and I can't get it out of my head, and after you hear it, you won't be able to either. The world has caught a virus, so I've written you a poem. We need your help to cure it, so stay the f*** at home. <laughs> and if you have yep. got 12 kids or you're living on your own, lock it down and isolate and stay the f*** at home. If you think you're not at risk here, you're living in a dome. It spreads faster than a hooker's leg, so stay the <laughs> f*** at home. I need the gym, I need the beach, I hear you bitch and moan. You need to grow a brain cell and stay the f*** at home. But I feel fine, I don't feel sick. I'll go out on my own. How thick are you, you selfish prick? Please just stay the f*** at home. From L.A. through to Berlin, from Wuhan through to Rome. There's people dying every day, so stay the f*** at home. If you need to contact family, use Facebook, Skype, or phone. we got the f***ing internet, so stay the f*** at home. Yep. The only way to slow it down is isolate, not roam. Please help the world get back on track and stay the f*** at home. Stay the f*** at home. Stay the f*** at home. Don't you be a f***ing Please stay the f*** at home. I think that I think that if we do this right, if every radio station in America and you can make, you know, you don't even question it. Most goofy morning shows in America are going to be playing that song because it's yeah. making its way around the Internet. If we do this correctly, we could make that song number one in America. Absolutely. This week. That would be a, a that's a mission that I'm on board with. I wanted to sing along with it, <laughs> but I can't self bleep myself. <laughs>
Okay, let's do it. It's time for Mark right. and Neanderthal story time. Come on, move it along here. So yeah. I'm I'm forfeiting my my chance to right. tell a story because I want Paul to tell his, but you have to promise you're going to tell it quickly because I need to respond to this. Yeah, here's the thing. Uh, if you're new to the program, we do Mark and Neanderthal story time every Monday morning at this time. It's basically what happened to one or both of us between the time we leave here on Friday and the time we come back on Monday morning. Just tell it, man. Tell it. I went out Saturday to my friend Scott, who, uh, who runs Asylum Records, which is a cool little record store. They're still open. They're at the southwest corner of, I don't know, Elliott and, and, and Alma School. I don't care. Yes. Tell the story. So I get in there, and I'm looking for some <laughs> stuff. I'm actually buying the Def Leppard box set, and there's a guy there who I'm going to call Bigfoot because I didn't get his name or number uh, because I would love him to call the radio program to confirm this because I know you have many questions about it. It's 480-470-KSLX. All right. So Bigfoot says to me after finding out, and, and Scott, to his credit, is a nice guy, but he, he told him what I do for a living. The guy goes, oh, man, I love your show. Let me ask you something. Do you and Mark hate each other? <laughs> so now I'm hooked. I go, well, well why do you ask? Man... He's trying to get you fired. I go, what do you mean he's trying to get me fired? He goes, man, that whole haircut thing a couple of weeks ago, he was working with that sales guy, that sales guy, John, to, like, get you to cut your hair, get the company to get rid of you so they could replace you with a hot chick. This is, and yeah, and this is when the, this is when John, the sales guy, we had a big client yeah. meeting coming up, and he, and he suggested you cut yeah, your hair. Okay, yeah. go ahead. So he says, he says, yeah, man, you know, he was, I know, I know, man, he was just like, those guys were working behind the scenes because he... He hates you and wants to get you thrown off the show so he can replace you with a hot chick. I, I genuinely believe that. So now I'm hooked. I'm completely in. I'm like, go on, Oliver Stone. I want to hear more. Yeah. He goes, yeah, man. I just, I think he hates you, man, because every morning when you do the 30-second song challenge, uh, he asks you a stupid question, like a question, like when you ask if the clock is ready, he says something to you to try and make you look stupid, like a stupid dumb guy with long hair. I'm like, oh, my God, this is amazing. This is the most amazing conspiracy theory ever. Can so, I, so I, Mark. Okay. Mark. Can I go? You need you need to explain yourself because All I'm right. feeling slightly threatened. That, is there, is there a, a, a triumvirate of evil people no. involved in this thing? No. A thousand times no. <laughs> so, listen, I, I, I got to respond to this because you told me this over the weekend. I was like, that's crazy. I, I never, is it? Never, is su- it? never suggested to anyone that Paul be replaced on the show. I do not try to make him look stupid. If, if you say something that is stupid, I will disagree. Sure. And vice versa. Right. Right? Yeah. Now, first of all, okay, the is the clock ready thing, okay, and the 30-second song challenge, if you if you never hear that, you know, Paul asked me every morning, and, and I'll say something like, you know... Is it is it stupid to be walking hand in hand with somebody you don't know these days? You know, it'll always be some kind of question where the obvious it's, answer is yes. It's a and snippy I, reaction is what it is. And and so that came up sort of organically. Every morning you'd ask me, is the clock ready? I'd say, yeah, yup, yup, yeah, it is. Yep, and then just, ready. just one morning I just said, you know, something like, are kangaroos marsupials? Right. And it kind of caught you off guard. You liked it. And after we got done, we were like, hey, we should do that every day. You so know, it's not a fiendish plot to expose my uh, no. lack of intelligence. And, and you know... If it was and you hadn't caught on to it by now, because we've been doing it for several years. Yes, exactly. I would say it was a self-fulfilling prophecy. Sure. So, yeah. That's now, my own fault. I am stupid. As far as trying to get Paul fired via the sales guy suggesting that Paul cut his hair for a client meeting, I would say to that guy, come on, man, give me some credit. If I was going to try and <laughs> give me a little more credit, if I was going to try and get Paul fired, why would I do it via a plot 
to have the company that hired him while he had long hair fire him for having long hair. It doesn't make any sense. In fact, that week, didn't I tell you to go? I think I did tell you to go talk to HR a couple of times yeah. and you didn't do it. I wouldn't do it. I suggested I didn't wanna, it. I didn't want to cause a problem. Yeah. yeah. But but was that just you? Was that just you creating the false? Like <laughs> creating my alibi? Yeah, creating yeah, your alibi? Yeah. Because yeah. you know, it's never it's never the guy closest yeah. to you. I Listen, I, the whole thing also about bringing in a hot chick, that kills me. For what purpose? To create problems in my 33-year-long marriage well, you know that, that I've worked very hard to maintain? Well, I don't know if you know this or not, but Phoenix Radio, is lit, the landscape is littered with successful shows featuring a bald guy and a hot chick. <laughs> right. Yeah, the, for morning show success, that's never been a recipe here. Okay? No. If you look at any of, the, any of the successful morning shows over the past 25, 30 years... Good looks really doesn't play much of a part in it. I'm right here. I'm right here, too. <laughs> it is. So, you know, come on. Uh, that, it, it doesn't make any sense. I, I'm 59. I don't have the energy or the time <laughs> to try and hurt Paul's career and break up what is a very successful show to start over again with a hot chick. <laughs> so I might have a chance with a hot chick. Yes, that's, that's, that, that's what we're looking and, for. And is... you know what? Besides... I wouldn't have had the time to plan this all with that sales guy because I was in New York for much of that prior week. Right, yeah, you weren't even here. I was helping Hillary kill Epstein. Of course you were, yes. So that's... And then prior to that, you were in a laboratory in Wuhan <laughs> patenting the virus that has now ravaged the world because you and the Oracle are in cahoots. That was a six-month-long process, yeah. actually, that whole thing. Yeah, so but so thank you, Bigfoot, for your, for your concern, but I don't believe there's a fiendish plot to usurp me from half this show. No, I, I'm not I, sure. I you. I, as, right. as Tom Petty was said, you believe what you want to believe. <laughs> but I, no. Uh, no, no. A thousand times, no. As Gorilla Monsoon would often <laughs> say to Bobby the Brain Heenan, highly unlikely brain. And now... 70s pop star Eric Carmen discusses the difficulties of self-quarantining. Yeah, the CDC, by the way, I'm not sure if you heard this yesterday, uh, President Trump, you know, he's been holding these press conferences every day. Yes. Uh, and he did one on the uh, on the lawn of the White House and has basically announced that uh, he got together with all of his advisors and have have recommended that the social distancing be extended until April 30th now. And the CDC has complied and said, yeah, you should probably uh, comply with all these social distancing rules and binge watch Tiger King. Absolutely. They added that to that, yeah. too. <laughs> I'm not sure if you've that seen is, that. That is, I believe, a federal guideline I believe now it is that now, you yeah. watch Tiger King. It's, yes. Here's the thing. Even if you have coronavirus, it'll make you feel good about yourself. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't believe there's will, ever... It'll, yeah, it'll cheer you up, yeah. I don't believe there's been a worse television show of all time. And I don't mean I don't mean that the show is done because the guy that did it, the documentary guy that did it, was brilliant. This the, thing is beyond riveting. The show is... It's, it's kind of must-see TV. It really is. It's called Tiger King. I think it's Murder, Mayhem, and mystery or something like that. It doesn't matter if you just click on, on Netflix. You just click on Netflix. It's the first thing that comes up. You know how they do the and it's number one in the United States right now. It's the number one most watched thing and it's like a seven or eight part documentary series and it is 
beyond awful. And I don't mean I don't mean like disgusting or scary or anything like that. The it people. Is, the people are just it's, awful people. You it, couldn't make them up. It's bizarre because you cannot stop watching it, and yet you will look at each one of the people in it and be like, I can't stand this person. Yeah. Hate yeah. this person. You don't know which one is the worst. Like, you don't know yeah. who the villain is. Like, you always right. say to yourself, like, in any good movie, the villain makes the story. All right? you got to have, it's you know, the protagonist <laughs> and the antagonist. This is all villains. It's all villains. The only guy, there's only one guy in the entire thing that I've encountered so far. And I haven't watched the whole thing. I think I've got two or three more episodes to watch. But I'm I'm in. I'll watch them tonight. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm all in. I wrapped it up this weekend. It's, this is really, this was kind of cool. This was a nice moment for me on okay. Friday. Yeah. Uh, my wife and I were raving about this to somebody else. We did go over somebody else's house on Friday, but it was very. Yeah, I, you guys I, would maintain I social distance. You, we had some structure to this social gathering. Sure. Yeah, we were on different sides of the room and everything, but um, it was us and another couple, and I was raving about this show, Tiger King. My wife was doing the same thing. She watched it with me. It's awful. My phone, a, a text pops in that was you and me were on a group text on Friday morning yeah. with Mark Burnovich, the attorney general. <laughs> Of the great state of Arizona. Yeah, yeah. He's one of the few friends this show actually has. At 7.45 p.m. <laughs> Friday night, yeah. I'm, I'm raving about this show, and, and a text comes in and says, man, you guys got me watching this Tiger King series now since you were talking about it on the air this morning. That was Friday. I was like, hey, guys. Check me out. <laughs> I was like, I, I feel like I just got elevated here a little bit. Yeah. It was, it was, you know, hey, I don't, you know. What do I got going on? Huh? That was a cool thing to happen. Yeah, right? nothing wrong with that. No, you're you're totally big time and everybody in the room. Yeah. Right at that moment, you were one step away from the governor's chair. Exactly. It's exactly where you were. <laughs> so you were you're almost you were closer to being the governor than Tiger King was when he ran for the governor of Oklahoma. The show is awful in the best way. You can't not it's, watch it. Yeah, it's it's a train wreck. The people are train wrecks. Yes. The situation is a train wreck. It's phenomenally produced, though. It is a seriously professional production. It's a seven-part documentary. We recommend, highly recommended by the Mark and the Paul program. I would say it's train to Busan good. It is that good. <laughs> train to Busan good. And here's the thing. If you've watched Tiger King, give us a call and see if you don't agree or disagree. 480-470-KSLX. The only innocent person on the entire show, in the entire experience, is Joe Exotic's campaign manager. The only innocent. The yes. only innocent. I, He's I the only one for which you. I have any empathy and thought to myself, boy, that guy's in a bad situation. The any, rest of them are all scum. Anybody with a slightly redeeming... He's the only one with a slightly redeeming quality. Yeah, everybody else is at the pearly gates and they're all going down. Going down? Except this one guy. Okay, sit over there. We're not quite sure about you. So we were just talking about the Tiger King thing on, on Netflix, which is, you know, it's it's funny. Like the hillbilly banjo music, it doesn't even doesn't even begin to encompass no. all that you will see no. in this show. It's really fascinating. Did you watch it, buddy? You you watch it? We just finished it yesterday. Uh, last night, about 6.30, we finally finished it. And uh, it's a train wreck you can't stop watching. And you guys said it perfectly. It's a train wreck. You have to finish watching. You do have to finish it. Yeah. And, and you know what? You're kind of sad when you finish it, too, because it, it's a seven-part diary. It was really, really good. I mean, yeah. so well-produced and riveting. Yeah, I mean, and, and it's interesting because, like most things that are on Netflix, each episode is about 48 minutes, 50 minutes, yeah. whatever it is. Um, 
and you're like, oh, I got to watch the next one. I got to watch the next one. I got to watch the next one. Then when you get to the end, and I haven't got there yet, but I'm already, I'm like, oh, no, I've only got so many episodes left. Exactly. How are they going to wrap this thing up? I know. Then you got to go looking for your next thing to watch. Yeah, so well, it's... well, the producer says that there may be actually a part two, a season two of this thing, because the story is yet to be finished. It's told, it's not, True. it's, it's, yeah. there's so much untold. I will tell you this. Just think of everybody in the show as being an adult crazy cat lady. Yeah. To the extreme, it's bizarre. I have a friend. I have a friend who actually keeps a lion. He has a lion. It's, it's he's got an enclosure and all that stuff. I've reached out to him. I'm trying to get him to come on the show because I want him to talk to us about if is everybody that has a cat a big cat this nuts, right? Or this I, damaged? That yeah. was what I the, you know the, the people so in the weird. show. But yeah. yeah, I mean we'll we'll talk more about it. But I, I you know you need this kind of stuff when you're quarantined. I I, I heard a story this weekend about a guy who's quarantined from his family. Right. His friend of a friend he's actually living in his basement right now and they've cut like a little trap door at the bottom of the door <laughs> leading to the basement so his wife can slide him his no. food on no. a tray no yes like he's in solitary so it's a why it's Did, a, was he exposed to the virus yeah oh yes absolutely oh, okay. yes i yeah i should have said that but yeah. yes he is absolutely self-quarantining self-quarantining and that kind of thing so now um, here's the thing if when when he slides the tray back how is the tray disinfected? Does he? I do not know. You know, oh, Clorox oh wipes. I'm sure is what they pick it up with. So and then they and then they disinfect it or put it right in the dishwasher. But I guess I'll tell you what. I got a, I got a pretty cool story coming up. We were supposed to go to a wedding Saturday night. All right. I'll tell you about the the workaround that this couple figured out. All right. That was really pretty cool. My wife and I were supposed to go to a wedding on Saturday night. Okay. And of this course. This is the wedding you were talking about that, that had to get postponed, right? I had to break the uh, the hockey game date. Yeah. Yeah, because it, it came up kind of suddenly, but. Yeah. Something um, suddenly came up. Something suddenly came up, like Marsha Brady would say. Yeah. So they had to cancel it, obviously, because the venue said, you know, no, we don't want to have a large group right. here. We're no. closing. So, yeah, you know, all the situations with coronavirus. So. Sure. They did kind of what I thought was a pretty cool alternate plan they right. had a a virtual wedding which means what well at 4 30 on saturday everybody clicked the link that had been emailed to us and we all got onto zoom have you heard about this yeah yeah zoom is like a conferencing video conferencing yeah. thing yeah it's going crazy now yeah you know if if you're just investing in zoom now you're probably too late you yeah know? it's been around I mean, for like nine years yeah, yeah but but everybody's going nuts about it now um so it was 4 30 was the virtual wedding time. So at about 4 o'clock in the afternoon, I'm taking a shower, and my wife comes in and goes, hey, hurry up. We don't want to be late for the wedding. I said, you know, you're right, especially since it's a virtual wedding. Right, exactly. That's There's the no excuse. Height, that's the height of being inconsiderate is being late for a yeah, virtual you, when wedding. you don't have to leave your own house and you're still late. Exactly. Yeah, I get it. It was kind of a cool deal, though. We clicked in. It was, it was super simple. Right. And there was like 40 or 50 people. On this conference, you know, from as far away as Chicago. Cool. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I would say it was, it was, um, a very traditional virtual wedding. Wait, what? Yeah, you know, it had all the time tested traditions that you'd expect in a virtual wedding. Wait. What? Which I don't know what the hell those are. Right, actually, exactly. It was yeah. the first time I'd ever been to a virtual wedding. But you think that's going to become a thing now for like people like instead of destination weddings, people will just say, hey, I'm not flying to Hawaii. Send me the link. Maybe. Yeah. It, it, it's possible. I thought they, this couple did a nice job. They actually during the week dropped off the gift bags of like what would have been your wedding favors at your house. They included a self-addressed stamped envelope so you could send pictures of what you were doing. At the time, the reception should have been. 
Oh, okay. And send it to them so they can make a wedding scrapbook. So essentially, cool. so essentially, you just sent pictures of you drinking. That's exactly what I was doing. Wait, what? <laughs> There's no wait. What about it? Yeah. No, that's, I, th- I thought that was kind of a cool deal and uh, introduced me to Zoom. Anyway, it's a, it's a pretty handy handy item there. Yeah. No, I mean that's. I mean, uh, you know, I guess that's like it's been used in business for a long time and like yeah. business teleconferencing and all that stuff. But now. You know, everybody's getting involved. Bands are now doing stuff like that where it's like guitar player, bass player, drummer, singer. Like famous bands are doing like these virtual concerts and stuff like that on social media all the time. They're in different places and yet they're playing the same song together. So I I thought that was a cool deal, you know, and they, you know, what can you do in this time? I I actually know somebody whose son just recently passed away. Oh, geez, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, it's a really sad thing. But when you have a tragedy like that now, you can't even have a funeral for somebody. Which yeah, is awful. right. Yeah. So, yeah, that, I mean, so it could be used for that also, I suppose. I got to wonder how people like that work in the embalming industry, like mortuaries and stuff like that, are dealing with somebody dying now. They, can they can they dress the body? Can they do any of that stuff? Or when you start getting into the repercussions down the line from yeah. you know just how many steps away from you, it's it's endless. Yeah, the different things people are doing to have to adapt now. But. Yeah, there's a ripple effect that affects everybody. So you know, stay home. Yeah. Kicking off uh, another strange week. Don't we all feel like we're in limbo here? Yeah, I may actually make a trip to the store on the way home um, because I haven't been I'm shopping. Not. I haven't been shopping in, in well almost a week. Like I have enough stuff at home, but I'm out of red meat. And you know me, <laughs> I, I got to have a steak or a burger or something like that every once in a while. Uh, yeah. So I got to go see if there's actually any meat on the on the on the counters, you know, on the shelves there. And I'm hoping that the concierge at the supermarket will be there to rub down my. My uh, cart, my shopping cart. So I have a nice, clean, disinfected shopping cart. Yeah, oh yeah, got, got to have the... Uh, still disinfecting everything. That's We're still involved in that. The Clorox wipe concierge. Yes, that's it's lovely much, to have them out there. Hey, no, hey, thank you to the supermarket for doing that and keeping yeah. somebody employed. You know, and, and you know what? It, it makes sense right now, especially in these times. Yeah, you so. don't want to spread any germs. Hey, good morning. What's up? My, my wife is an RN, and her and I are at uh, Walmart a week ago. Uh-huh. And lady in front of us, we're going through the checkout, lady in front of us has a mask on her face and she's you know doing the self checkout right and as she's doing that you kind of have to bag your own stuff she pulls down her mask <laughs> licks her fingers right to separate the plastic yep <laughs> and puts the mask up you got to love it <laughs> that's great Thank you. Let's also talk about let's also talk about the person that's in the the express line right there, and they get their bill and they whip out their little thing of money and they lick their fingers and then grab the money. Yeah, it's you. I mean, don't don't, don't money is dirty enough as it is. There's so much to think about, right? I, here's one. Uh, we were this is a couple weeks ago. We went to uh, Ted's uh, hot dogs, hot dogs, yeah. and near there we 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 had pulled in because I I passed it and I pulled into something else and turned around as we're driving through this other strip mall. I see this guy come out of like an Asian buffet type place, uh-huh. which I I mean if you run a buffet right now, oh my, my god, god yeah. I, I feel awful for you because that's got to be very difficult. Yeah, and, um, but but you know what the funny thing about it is when people were going to the supermarket and grabbing all the toilet paper, it reminded me of when they bring the crab legs out at the yeah. Asian buffet. It's like <laughs> World War Z is going yes. on there. Yeah, oh it's a, it's a madhouse. That's gotta suck to be a buffet owner right now. So. This guy comes out, and he's obviously an employee. He comes out, and he's got a mask on. And he comes out of the front door, walks to the side a little bit, leans against the wall, 
pulls his mask down and starts smoking a cigarette. Yes, because the last thing you want to do is stain stain that mask with some of the carcinogens coming out of that cigarette. The the irony. It was was just interesting. And also, I mean, if 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 you're running a restaurant, you shouldn't be smoking in front of your own entrance. Right. And, you know, know, we used to, man, we both used to work for a radio station where the smoking section was right the front door of the station. It drives me crazy. I'm like, like, why don't you guys smoke at the back door? Yeah. But anyway. It was miserable. There's there's too much to think about right now. If you go to a store, okay, anything you pick up off the shelves, a lot of that stuff has been touched by people and so forth. You you can't cover everything you've got to wipe down. We were talking to to our friend Bruce Brindley who runs a music store. Imagine that. You're in a music store. People picking up and guitars and stuff like that. Yeah, all of that stuff. I mean, really, we're starting to really rethink about our exposure to germs. If you're a germaphobe before, you might be after this is all over. All the germaphobes are like... I told you so. <laughs> you like me now. Yeah, it was probably, you remember when Michael Jackson used to wear the little mask around? It was like, <laughs> that guy's crazy. Yeah. He'd be alive today if he were smart. <laughs> Good morning. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Season's greetings. Hey, dude, shoes here. Is there anything better than going home for the holidays? Of course not. Well, that's exactly how your toes feel after slipping on a pair of Hey Dude shoes. Hey Dude makes the lightest, comfiest, and coziest shoes out there. They make each step as holly and jolly as can be. So, give the gift of comfy this holiday season. Welcome home for the holidays, toes. Hey Dude, good to go to. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better... You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.